Good morning. It's the last day in September, and you are listening to the big kickoff. What day is the channel? Good morning, it's the 1st of October. I haven't had me cereal this morning. Oh, that was, it was a bit, a bit of a rush. Mm. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Good morning, Bogart. Good morning, sorry. How are you? Are you all right? Yeah, great. Yeah, I don't know what month it is. <laughs> yes, welcome to uh, the big kick-up on the 1st of October. The first day October. of the month. Why did I think it was the last day? Of th- I actually said December, didn't I? Yeah, anyhow, I might have said December, who knows? See, we were talking about Christmas beforehand. Ah, yeah, Christmas parties already. already. Um... Show, yeah. Ah, apparently, there's a few bits and pieces on. Is there? Yeah, yeah. I know. We're obviously going to go through our roundup of everything weird and weird and wonderful, and obviously some of the big stories and um, that's happened. I think we're going to touch a little bit back on FIFA again because obviously we missed a bit of it last week. We did, and uh, I've had first-hand knowledge of the new one, so yeah, bit of a. You played a bit, a little bit, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll be revealed. And uh, we have our good friend Nick Price coming in from uh, the old US of A. He's been living over here for the last few years, so he's well uh, died in the wall now. So, but. Uh, it's going to get his take on American sports and obviously the biggest story that's going on at the moment. I think it's fairly obvious. Uh, so there's no need to say what it is, but obviously that's going to be some of what we're going to get on to. I'm looking and, forward uh, to that because I, last week I started watching Red Zone. Yeah, yeah. As we talked about. And I really started, got into it, you know, again. And I, I used to it. love it when I was younger. But, of course. You know, and now I'm, I'm obviously for to the show, you have to, you know, look into every sport, but it was exciting. Yeah. You know, it can show you how important mainstream TV Yes, for any sport. Yeah. You know, obviously BBC are starting to show it again, so I think that's why there's a bit more knowledge of... Channel 4 used to. Channel 4 used to, but now, and of course it's on straight after Match of the Day, which is brilliant. And it's a half an hour show. Lads are brilliant. Fairly to the point, and, and, and it's obvious. And there's more shows, but the, having it after... Is that on a Sunday? Or? No, that was last night. Oh, just last a half night. an hour show, oh. straight after match of day. Now, it was a, it was more like a review of the Thursday night game, because it was a Thursday night, oh, and right. that's what it was. Okay, and then yeah. I think they, they might be on today or Monday. I can't remember the exact listings. But yeah, Mark Chapman with the two boys, and it's very good. Oh, well worth a watch. Okay, I think we'll play a song. What song have we got? Oh, we're going to go with uh, Irish as usual, and this is Hermitage Green with Jenny. Our phone number is 0870627138 and of course the big kickoff 96.4 at gmail.com if you want to send anything into us. David News. Barcelona for the Premier League. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, let me see. What, what, what's this about? Barcelona for the Premier League. It's a great rumour story that's got absolutely no relevance but uh, it was worth to watch. Uh, Catalans. Um, the great furor that's going on in Spain at the moment yeah, for the yeah. um, vote for independence, and now of course it's been banned 
because it's against the constitution, this, that and the other. Armies are storming schools and uh, destroying ballot papers, this, that and the other. But people are going, we don't care, we want to vote, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, one of the permutations, uh, the fear factor that the Spanish government tried to do a couple of weeks ago, going like, Barcelona are going to be out of the Spanish League if you just go ahead with this and if they vote for it. You know, and they were thinking, oh, that'll be enough. Everyone will vote no. Yeah. But uh, obviously they've had to look in the background of potential. Where would they go if they're out? So, of course, there's the, the great Premier League rumour of Barcelona Premier League winning the next few years. Like, But you know what? When, when you really think about it, it's not out of realms of possibility. Like, sure, if, okay. if, if, if they're very strong about it yeah. over there, Catalan, the, the Catalan thing, aren't they? Yeah. So oh, it's massive. It's, but now it's against the Constitution. It's blah, 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 blah. Like, it's... Stuff that I'm only discovering now, they basically said it's not happening today, it shouldn't go ahead. People are still saying, well, we're still going to go ahead with it anyway. But, uh, yeah, basically it's against the Constitution and this, that and the other, blah, blah, blah. More detailed experts will tell you the exact story. But, yeah, it's got a bit messy out there. Mm-hmm. But they tried, they've tried. they used that as the fear factor, but they have genuinely had to look in the background on the off chance that uh, something crazy happened. Because, let's face it, like... Uh, Scotland were going to be independent and they didn't. And, of course, Trump was never going to be a president. And then he is. He is, so, yeah. Strange things happen. Yeah. So interesting, uh, but yeah. it wouldn't feel right. It's it's literally just something for us to talk about for a minute or yeah, two. It it's not something that's really going to be realistic. You know, if anything, the European leagues or uh, the Champions League might get a bit of a a spruce up, where it's a bit more of a thing like that. Or the, the like the big clubs eventually might kind of imagine do, Barcelona. That's potentially um, what, what would Celtic a way to Stoke, Celtic a way to Stoke in November? Could you imagine? Yeah, Will Messi yeah. be good in, in November and Stoke good Barcelona seven. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is yes, yes. he will be. That's <laughs> clear. That one up. Yeah. So no, it's it's only a little one. So it's, not, it's nothing to go into detail. But it was just a bit funny. Could you imagine in a weird world where yeah, you could say that during the week, mm-hmm. Ireland won the rights. Well, won the rights. They, they they won the chance to for the qualifying uh, for two thousand and twenty. Yes. And the the draw. They're doing the draw. They're doing the draw. So they, they won that. That's it. In December 2018, the draw for the European Championships is being held in Dublin. Just for the qualifiers, yeah. In What's that centre called? The one that looks like the can? Oh, the National, Ex- uh, National Convention Centre. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it's going to be held. Very good. The date. Does it mean that to you then? Well, what is the date? The first. Why is it an odd date? The first 2018 of December. When, did it, when does the qualifying normally start? Actually, yes, yeah, September. August, September 2018, mm-hmm. usually. Oh, this is the new Euro Nations League the and Nations all this kind of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, I started looking into the, the, the Nations Please, League. because I know bits of it, but I, there's, I'd be winging it now. They Is there four leagues or something? There's four leagues. And they're, the top boys are in the top league. Yeah, take so it over it, from it's, there. It's League A, League B, League yeah. C, League D. The top boys are in League A. Yeah. It goes over. Obviously, it goes down to D. Will be Kosovo and Faroe Island. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Which is good for them. Everyone playing like for like and whatever. Go and on, playing like for like. So these take over the qualifying, the games that would have been from September to Correct. October or November. Yeah, and also June. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 date there. So that, that's your kind of Nations League thing, but. It'll be over a two-year period, so the the league nation champions won't be named till two years' time. Yeah. You know? But the problem is, is that teams from League A will qualify before the first of December two thousand and eighteen for the draw. 
So some teams, you will have played a certain amount of games and some teams will have qualified already. But they will qualify. Oh, this, is t- this is typical UEFA plain language, isn't yeah, it? They, and then there's a qualifying then for the rest. And, and then there's a separate qualifying after this league after thing. That thing. Oh, right? But listen, they have League A, League mm-hmm. B, League C and League D. Yeah. Each one is going to have qualifiers. So your Sam Marines and Faroe Islands are going to go, Jeez, this like, is we get chance. our finger out. So this is something Start that... Start scouting some Brazilians for four years' time. This is, yeah, but this is something... This is, they did a simulation. Yeah. Right. And they were saying, right, listen, using the league situation. Yeah. Uh, and say, who is a normal regular team? Well, yeah. let's say Finland. And Finland were the last team in, in, say, League C. Yeah. So it would be in there, or in League C, if they were in around it. To relegate themselves. To lose games, relegate themselves. Football is and the masters it. of the grey so, area. Yeah. And so they ran simulations on. Finland and if they went uh, were in League C and if they were in League D yeah and they do everything Belarus go up and all of that yeah, yeah. but if they, qual- if they League C they would qualify 1,426 times out of 10,000 right but nearly they, 10 to 1 they doubled 3,049 if they were in League D their chances okay so what's to put uh, what's going to happen is is that if you have Finland and they want to get relegated. <coughs> Excuse me. Is there going to be rules that you can't play her under 19s or you can't play her under yeah, 21? Full strength squad and all that kind of crack, yeah. yeah. So it's they've created. A, and it's a separate tournament in itself as well, can't you? There is a league playoffs for a one off trophy. There, it's a separate tournament. Oh, it's a, it's, there's trophies involved. But there's qualification yeah. in it as well. But not in, and, yeah, Am I right in saying there's playoffs after it as well? So you're not just completely qualifying from the league. Is there not? No. I read something and I just thought, oh, another day I'll read this. It's too complicated. I think if you finish at the top or the top two. You're definitely in. You're definitely in. And then. But uh, I think there's some more playoff. Like, uh, there's probably, there, there's you, probably playoffs. Let's face it, this is your playoffs. But the fact that they're having qualifying in December. Yes. Means. So qualification is not really going to start until probably February, two, March 2019. You have two chances to qualify. Yeah. Basically yeah. what they're doing. And I don't Ireland know if at the moment work. are in B. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they sunk to sea. You know, they're, they're well. No, because we were in. We were. It would be touch and go because we we're uh, toward sea. Just to confirm, would you know how many teams are in each group league? Well, divided by because I think they split it by fifty-two. Isn't it? Yeah, but I think they split it as well. So if you're in League A, it's like two leagues of six, and then it's you go into playoff finals for. I think that's the yeah, way it is. Yeah, it's not yeah. just. But you will be the the, the top. 12 or oh, yeah. 14 teams are in Group A. So in theory, so seven and seven, six you're playing six your level a lot. And then, yeah. And I think the winners of each league then go into a playoff thing. So yeah. the little boys can play your Spains and Germanys Maybe. at some point. Maybe. I, I think there's something strange. Because people were complaining about it going, look, we've no problem with this. But your San Marinos and all these going, yeah, but what about our money friendlies? Yeah. We're, and they said, no, no. That actually makes sense. There is one or two friendlies where you can go and try and take on the big boys. Yeah, yeah. That well, the big boys sense, yeah. will play the smaller fries in their friendlies now because, say, for England, for example, most games are going to be against your Germany's, Hollands, against the big lads. Yeah. Anyhow, 140 but, million eyes will probably be on Dublin in uh, December and we'll know a lot more about the Nations League. It'd be a bit weird not being in the European Championships and matches are going to be played in Dublin. Four games, I think, is in Dublin? A, a minimum four games, yeah. I think there is, yeah. Because I know there's group games. And I think they have one of the knockouts. I think they have one of the knockouts. Yeah, so it's all over Europe, isn't it? So. Yeah, this celebration. Yep. Anything else there, Dave? Uh, Smug United fans are back. Oh, why, why, why? Are they annoying you? A little bit. <laughs>
that's all I want to say. That's right. He is our back. And I tell you, I'd love it. I'd love it if, you, if we uh, beat him. There we go. meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's coming up, I think, after the international break. What is Liverpool United, so... Uh, yeah, let the slagging commence. But no, listen... They're right to feel a bit smug without a shadow of a doubt. They're they're not just beating teams, they're beating them very well. Like um defensively, Mourinho seems to have them well oiled again as usual. And uh, they're starting to bang them in. So they have every right to be. <clears throat> the real big tests haven't come yet, but I still wouldn't be that nervous about them. They should be able to compete. Yeah. Um and it looks like the two be- the two Manchester boys are gonna be battling it out this year because City looked very impressive against yeah. uh, Chelsea yesterday. It was yeah. like a one 0 hammering almost, so to speak. They just look to cut above. So we'll wait and see how it goes. But um, yeah, they're really cranking it up a notch. But wait until you kind of take down one of the bigger trees first and then I can tolerate listening to you. But no, credit where credit's due. They've started off nicely. Well, I think they've started off really yeah. well. If you look at United over the last three years, it's been. Yeah. I, I know Liverpool have been fainting for the last. Oh, yeah. Many years, the frustrations, yeah. It's, it's unreal. Because it's, uh, you know that they're below what ju- is. What is needed? I mean, what you expect, what you used to. There's <coughs> some headbutting that you're against. Your man, was it Michael or Mikhail Antonio from West Ham? West Ham. Uh, um, yeah, whatever. What do you think of him as a player? I thought he was a fullback. Now all of a sudden he's wing back, is he? Yeah, well, that's what he was. Now all of a sudden he's pawned himself off as a goal scoring centre forward. So yeah, yeah. Nah. Well, he was on Radio Five Live. And he was talking about the setbacks he had and all that sort of stuff. Basically, how hard it is to be a footballer. And he says, people talk about, you know, oh, you're in a privileged position. Yeah, of course. The, as, the, as the easy, you, the easy as you walked in. So we have a little clip here of, uh, of him talking about. When I was around 10, 11, 12, I used to play community for, for Fulham. Um, the one day I didn't go, the Fulham scouts came in. All the players that the coach says I was better than mm. got scouted I didn't go because I, oh. I, I think it was a christening I went to and then from there I was 14 um, got scouted for Tottenham mum said no from South London education comes first because I, I would have got back home like 12 I was going to say it's a journey it as well, a I mean. crazy journey yes yeah, so my mum said no you can't do that and then 16 um, I had to trial for t- um, I was playing for the juniors I had to trial for the youth team at Tottenham Mitchum because the youth team manager didn't really want to look at the junior team. So I had to go trial for them. Um, I managed to get in. Got into the reserve team in my first year. Um, the reserve team manager was telling me, about, telling the first team manager about me. He was like, nah, he's a kid. He's not going to be strong, fast or good enough. So I had to trial for the first team. Got into the first team. Um, started playing, went, started playing, but then... They wanted me to sign a contract. I didn't want to sign a contract. So they, they've kicked me out of the team. Just for not wanting to sign the contract? Yeah, they've kicked me out. Um, then I've gone to AFC Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon didn't want to pay for my registration fee. <laughs> Seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you are kidding. Are you serious? So I've gone back to Mitchum. But um, also, actually, I went to QPR on a six-week trial before I went to the Mitchum. Um, I was there for six weeks. Um... I passed every fitness test. I did everything I needed to do. Um, then they've gone, this reserve game, this is a game where it's important. You need to, like, if you do well higher, then you could get signed. Scored one, set one up. They've come back to me and said, you didn't put enough crosses in. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I went to Brentford. I went to Brentford as well. That same. I went to Brentford after QPR released me. 
and didn't release him just and didn't sign me. Um, I played two games, scored one, set one up. Scored in one game, set up in one in the other game. They said he's he's a good player, but he's there's other things he needs to work on. We'll keep an eye on him. And then within three months of that, unbelievable. Within three months of that, I signed for Reading because I went back to the Mitchum Summer contract, played games, and then Reading came for me. When I so for, go on, yeah, yeah. So it shows you, doesn't it, that for the proof that Roy Keane says it, like you know, get out there and look after yourself, look after yourself, your piece yeah. of me, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it is true, yeah. Reading that secret footballer book and everything else, you did. You are a piece of me. There's a new secret footballer book out. Ah, uh, secret obsessed. footballer on tour. Uh, oh yeah, this, what what they get up to in yeah, the summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh yeah. Um, but it, that doesn't that show you that players just don't give up, no matter how many knockbacks you yeah. get. If you're determined, don't give up. Just yeah. keep playing and playing, and you might even make your break as late as twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. And it's going. and it's opinions, really. Yeah. You know, and these scouts, as we know a little bit, they're just like you and me. It could be me and you standing on that field. Yeah. And what says I'm any better than anyone else? But I'm there representing the club going, yeah, I don't fancy him. Boy, it could be something as simple. And this is, they won't say it to you, but it could be something, they look at him and go, oh, look, his boots, I don't like him. And they just yeah. don't like him from the get-go. And the, the game hasn't even started. It's, it's, a, it's a mad world. And it is what it is. It is a cattle market. And it's a, it's a sad world when it's like that. But and he's, it's a, good, not, he's a good pro. And it's obvious he's a good pro. But look how much. They say players have all the power, but... It's a bit of both, isn't it? Really, ah, you have to have some serious luck. And if you're not wanted, you have to do the right thing at the right time. I remember at my level, we were over at the Stella Maris Mini Leagues, and there's a player who was from my team. Basically, had one moment of magic, lovely volley from a corner, just one moment of magic, stuck it in the top corner, and all of a sudden he's over at Stella Maris, and you're oh, kind of okay. going, "How are you getting on?" Yeah, on the bench for the second team. And he's gone because they got him up trained and realised. But it just goes to show you, you do that with a little one moment of magic. I will give him a go. But at the same time, they made their opinion of him literally probably within the first training session when he went up and then he was rotting away for a year and he's back playing with us then the year after. Okay, I think we will go for a break. I think that I'll keep loving you way past 65. We made a language for us two. We don't need to describe. Every time you call on me, I drop what I do. You are my best friend and we've got some shit to shoot. And that's Sophie Tucker, best friend from FIFA 18. Wow, that was the best rush back to the microphone I've seen in ages, and I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> it sounded great, and then you had to do that. All right, go on. You did, you did it so well, but I couldn't, I had to, I couldn't, I had to lose it. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Adiel. Listen, Paul Kimmage. Uh, Luke Fitzgerald, did you, did you, did you listen to yeah, like, hear about it? I love Paul Kimmage, but a bit of this one is like... Is it just to get a bit of attention? Because who cares? Why? What, I really don't get why he's having a go at him. Does he not like him? Is it something? He, is it a personal thing? And he's trying to bring it to the fore. I just don't get it. I don't know. I know, for, for people who may, yeah. mightn't have heard, Paul Kimmage has had a go at Dublin manager Paul Gavin. Jim Gavin, sorry, Jim Gavin. He said, uh, I think he said he acted disgracefully after the game. Yeah. Uh, it, Paul said. Is winning the only thing? If it is, give me the losers because I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in guys who go out and cheat and act disgracefully like that. So what he was talking about was he felt that after Dublin scored the point that won the game eventually, that they slowed the game down, used different tactics 
But isn't, is that surely that's not part? I'm of sure it. in cycling there's tactics as well. That's like, part you know of the game. I mean? Football, bring the ball into the corner, you know, slowing it down. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's the way it's, it's it's always been. But he, he was kind of having a bit of a go as personality as well that he doesn't show enough and what's the point? And it was it was a bit of a strange one. Yeah. It says following Dean, Dean Rock's free kick, Dublin players slowed the game down and felt that some unsavoury tactics were employed. However, ma- many keen fans of Gaelic football feel the Dubs didn't get enough credit for their on-field efforts after becoming the first team to get three in a row since the 80s. Then, former rugby star Luke Fitzgerald took to Twitter to air his disagreement with Kimmage on the issue of mm-hmm. calling them basically cheats. So, yeah. cheating... Right, I can see what's happening here. Paul Kimmage was rooting for Mayo. And when Dublin scored that point, he felt... You know, go and play the game. Go, and, you yeah. know, don't be. But as you said, tactically and, and cycling or anything like that, or any sport, see the, see it through. Yeah, you know, and that's Close how Dublin see it through. through yeah. So Luke Fitzgerald put on Twitter, at Paul Kimmage, didn't you take amphetamines before a few races, or do I have that wrong? So all of a sudden, that then, kind of red rag to a ball did, and uh, a fellow called Davy Smith then uh, wrote back to him saying, and he revealed it despite never being caught. Hence, speaks from a position of greater integrity than a huge percentage of ex-dopers. Luke Fitzgerald got back. You think it's okay for this guy to call Dublin footballers cheats, sick of him bullying people for no reason? And then Kimmage was quick to respond with keyboard warrior. Okay, so correct. So then they so, face to face. So then they met face to face. And here we have it. I, I think you're an unbelievably brave journalist for what you went through. I've got to say that I think you're a dog with a bone with that stuff. You're the right man to try and clean up the sport. Unbelievably brave. Hold on. I'm, I'm a bully. Oh, uh, and see, I, 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 I bully t- people in no response. Uh, Paul, could you let me finish, I please? I let you. Hang on, Paul. Paul, I can't stay Paul excuse me. I'm bitter. Paul, let Luke have a Let me have it. I think all this work is fantastic. What do I stand for? I think cleaning up sports and getting doping out of sports is a great... Let me, let me finish, please. I, finish. I, I completely agree with you. I want a clean sport as well. I want a clean sport. So explain the issue you had then. My issue is that... And, and to go back to the original point is... I have a problem with you calling a bunch of guys cheats. When you've, would you, would, have you cheated in sport? Have you cheated? Well, I think it's perfectly well, obvious. Well, well, perfectly obvious so you're saying you have? Uh, is that what you're saying? Perfectly obvious that I have. And I suppose the point you're making about it being for whatever three weeks, do you think that's okay then? Did I say it was okay? Have I ever tried to excuse what I did? You haven't read that, so I mean, I'll let you read it and come back to me if you want to ask me again. But, well, you know. but cheat is an emotive word, Paul. Do you regret using it in the context of the Dublin... No, cheat, cheat is not an emotive word. Cheat is a fact. This is what, that's what happened on Sunday. That's what happened Sunday. Now, I'm going, uh, hold on a second. One, one point. Do you think sport, one, though, point. That, the, the, one point. Okay. I asked you where you stand, okay? And, this is, and I'm going to address cheating now with some questions for you about cheating, because you've asked some of me. Mm. Uh, I asked you where you stand. Uh, in your year uh, on this podcast and... Uh, we only just started the in podcast. Interviews, yeah, yeah, in, in, in interviews, the in interviews yeah. you've done. In your year of retirement, let's put mm-hmm. it like that. In your year of retirement... You did something that I really, really admired. I, I wish I could say it was multiple times, but it was, it was one time. And the one thing you did I really admired was when you stood up and made a very valid point about the residency rules and how unfair Paul, they were. like I said, okay? I think we've got a lot more in common than you think. So this is what I want you to tell me, Luke. We both stand up for the same thing, but you do it because you believe it's the right thing. And how do I do it? Because it's bitter. Why am I bitter if we both stand up for the same thing? Why do you attribute bitterness to me for the same point? You 
say I've tried to court controversy. I've just produced five years and five months of legal documents. You think that's fun? You think I do that for fun? You think I get kicks out of that? You think oh, I get well, kicks out of my best friend uh, going to the TD in the press in 1990? I absolutely You think you got kicks out of the abuse? And you wonder why I'm angry? Two days ago, you're calling me uh, bitter. Uh, I didn't call you bitter two days ago. Well, you called me bitter in February. Two days ago, you called me a, big, a mouth, uh, a bully. Yes or no, a but bully. But look at you now, you're, yes you're raising no, your bully. voice. So, somebody called you and that, point, you don't get angry about it. Uh, listen, Paul, in this, in, we're, we're looking to have a debate here, a discussion. No, I'm, I'm holding I, you account. That's I'm fine. holding you to account. You can do account. that in lots of ways. And you can, look, you I'm can holding sh- you to account for what you said about me. And you're well, and you're, listen. <laughs> so, obviously, it goes on for a hell of a longer. It's yeah. in the left-wing podcast. Um, but, but I still don't get to It was a waste of five minutes there listening to that with them two. Like, they never got to the point. To the point. Because no. he was like, oh, he was nervous, Luke Fitzgerald, because he has to say face-to-face now. Yeah. So, just say exactly what it was. I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Why didn't he close it? Keep it simple. Keep the language simple. It was like, I think you're great. I think you're this. I think you're, but, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Hey, you kind of made it. Yeah. Paul, Paul Kimmich struggled a little bit. A little bit, yeah, because he didn't want to admit that he cheated. No, he didn't he, want he, to. He, he wants it's to perfectly ca- obvious. He wants to call everyone else a cheat. Mm. Yeah. No, now, in fairness to him, he, he has opened up in all his, his, his thing. He's opened up yeah. that cycling thing. Yeah. And I, brilliant. I this think one's he, a, bit, a bit of a strange one. But you, you don't have to agree with everything he says. I still like him. I still like his opinion. But say, this one's a bit much. But you can't say the Dublin... And again, it's, it's not, it doesn't eat away at me or anything yeah. about the Dublin team. But you can't turn around and call the Dublin players cheats. If they're going through legally in a game... You know, they go through the, the motions to get to see off the game to mm-hmm. win an All mm-hmm. Ireland final. Would he have said it if it was the opposite way around with Mayo? Yeah, he'd probably sit here and say yes, he would. Yeah, but I don't believe that. Potentially, yeah. What else shall I do? Anyhow, uh, speaking of GA, there's a new Hurling format for the championship for the next three years, starting next season. I just glanced at that last night. Um, and that, yeah. The Leinster and Munster championship, uh, five teams round robin, play four games, uh, two home, two away. And the top two will then go into the uh, Leinster and Munster finals, respectively. Hmm. And the runners-up then will go into the quarterfinals. Now, oh yeah, the winners will go straight into the semifinals. The runners-up will go into the quarterfinals. Now, the other people in the championship, is that it? It's done for them? I'm not sure. Do they go into a back door? I, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, of course, some people are thinking, right, grand, more game time. Munster championship is going to be seriously competitive, having all the boys playing each other. Same with Leinster, this, that and the other. Why not? But of course, they're already out. I think Jerry Lachnan declared he's already saying it's going to destroy the game. As I said, it's only out. But of course, there is always going to be people who are going to stand up against change. But why not? Give it a go. See what happens. Hurling is an incredible game and it is our best game, but not enough people are playing it. And that's why this probably has to happen. So Clare are going to be taking on Cork, Waterford, Limerick and Tipperary, I presume. They're the five. It's a bit like... They're great games. We were talking to Paul Casey there a couple of weeks ago. And we talked about the format for football, mm-hmm. what way it should be. It's, I think it does need to be shook up in all, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, maybe in even in the camogie and mm-hmm. hurling. Gah. Like tradition's great, yeah. but sometimes you have to evolve. And I think this yeah. is part of the. I don't know if this is the answer, but it's certainly part of mm-hmm. the start of an evolution of the format of what way it's played. Because again, the lesser teams need to play more games to raise yeah. their level to have a more Correct. competitive championship. Because especially like say Carlo for example, forever living in the shadow of of Kilkenny, like having these sub championships, a B championships, like that lure them back into it. Because I'm sure they play uh, hurling in Kilkenny because or in Carlo because it's such a popular sport across the border, and a lot of them probably live and work in, in Kilkenny as well. So I'm not just using them as an example, but you need to lure it out because it is our best game by a mile. 
and Marva Demary and you're talking like Munster jeez all five of them teams that I mentioned they're serious matches and then say Waterford and Cork have an absolute barnstorm in the group stage and then they're the top two and they have to go again in the final mm. you know the, 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 the anticipation I think will be I, why not you know, if it doesn't work, I think turf yeah. it out. Well, yeah, but you have to do something. You, you definitely have to shake it up a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. you've got great teams in Munster or Leinster. Might only play two matches, and that's it. Yeah. And these lads are committing themselves for nine months of the year for for next to nothing. Like yeah. as in playing wise, and you're missing out on so many great matches. Yeah, like I mean, one of the reasons why the Champions League format is the way it is yeah. is to, so people can see the big teams yeah. play each other more often. Correct. To see those matchups, to see obviously the Neymar's versus Ronaldo's, or you know, great defenders against great strikers and stuff like that. Midfielders, great midfielders. Yeah. If it was just a, a basic knockout competition, you may never see them get uh, fact. You know, you may never see... The but Bayern and PSG there the other day. Yeah. We got to see two of the juggernauts and PSG looks ridiculously impressive. Yeah. And all of a sudden everyone's going, Jesus, can they do it? So the hurling and the football, they need that. They need to see those matchups happen mm-hmm. all the time, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll be 100% behind that. Um, I know we're going to briefly talk about FIFA 18 <laughs> later on, but did you know that there's going to be a FIFA 18... Man crash. I knew he was going to say man crash. Did you see it? <laughs> in Dundrum. It's just for this weekend only. Oh, is it? But yeah. this, this is going to... Because I turned on it straight away and went, Jesus, this is impressive. This is going to happen. It's going to happen more uh, as a permanent... This picture. is a taster, potentially. Come on, lads. There is nothing worse. A man like, cave in every shopping centre. When you go out <laughs> shopping and you're walking around, look at... And you're, you're, yeah, it's lovely, love. Yeah. And you look across about six aisles away and there's a fella looking back at you, the exact same as you. Sitting in that seat in the clothes shop. Going, with the phone in the hand going, she's going to go back to that first shop. I know she is. She's going to go back to that. <laughs> I told you. And you know that if there's a man crash... That fella that's across the way, six aisles away, you're playing him in a game. Giving him the knock, come on, let's go. Man, man, crash, man, crash. Yeah, because they fridges for drinks and stuff, like, obviously not, I presume it's non-alcoholic, but yeah, couches galore, two 70-something inch TVs. It says two 75-inch TVs, back-to-back, two leather couches, beanbags, (laughs) a hammock, fridges stocked with drinks. Uh, This all to coincide with the the opening. Yeah, I think it's basically, it's just for the weekend, and as far as I know, it's kind of like to lure in a few more people that aren't going to buy it give it a taste see what you think of it and it's whatever shop is out there they're probably going to come on in and buy it for whatever it is but you can see that being a permanent fixture without a doubt I mean it's such even if it was if they turned around and said listen or it's an idea for somebody to go I'm going to buy a space in every shopping centre as much as I can and have a little man cave for the lads five are in knock yourselves out lads and it'd be better for the women (laughs) because lads will want to go shopping <laughs> they'd be like come on we're going home I don't want, don't want to, to. <laughs> here's another hundred quid go and buy <laughs> but no it's a good one uh, moving on Skibbereen Rowan Club are one of the best in the world again as per usual the two gold medals out of the Rowan Club uh, on Friday with Paul O'Donovan winning the lightweight singles and Mark O'Donovan his namesake not his relation and Shane O'Driscoll winning the lightweight men's pair so I still at it I have a clip I just, but it's, a, it's a bit of a clip there of them talking my Play a bit. Oh, I sure listen to a bit of listen Cork bit. lads. It's, it's uh, from RTA. Well, I'm joined once again by Skibbereen's finest. Three men, three two medals, I suppose you'd have to say. Can we talk a bit about the races, okay? Because we didn't get to time to get into it after you were all so wrecked and so tired. Um, but you were in control, all of you, right throughout. It, it ma- you made it look like you were a class above everybody else. We talk about this stroke rate and you were hitting like 42, 43 at times. 
Is that? Do you realise how far ahead you are of other people? Oh no, we were panicking. Boy, yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole way. There were, we uh, haven't won a race of, by that amount of margin now for a good while. So, um, because the boats had kind of overlap, uh, we were we were kind of pushed hard there now today, and we're just lucky to hold them off for the duration of the 2,000 metres. So. Uh, Sure, the result is the result, and we're happy enough to come away with it. But you were it was panicking, tough. but like you finished so far ahead. You know, it was nearly a boat. <laughs> okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Okay, but there was nearly a boat length, or if, if, if even, um, at the end, Shane. Yeah, but it, yeah, I suppose we were pushed, you know, yeah. um, off the start, you know. Britain and Italy, they were well up there with us, or they were ahead of us. I'm sure I weren't really looking too much, but um, we knew we had to go strong, and you know they kept us honest all the way down. And the last 250, I suppose we didn't really get that um, throughout the whole year. That kind of a push on, but we, I suppose we really did push each other on. I suppose coming into line, but win by an inch or win by a mile, winning is winning. I suppose winning so. is winning, Paul. You're the same. So that's the lads from Skibbereen. <clears throat> what what gives them that extra? Extra little bit, I suppose. No idea. Like, obviously, a competitive club, but uh, they were, I watched a bit of a documentary last year, but it's, they're all down there all the time. And that's where they train most of the time. And they're obviously inspiring. They have hundreds. There are lads coming from all over Cork and what have you, and, and further afield to it's go bit, down there. It's a bit like the Kilkenny effect, is it? It's, well, it's just a shadow of a starting day. to be in their blood now. And uh, top coaches and this, that, and the other. But great competition, and they're pushing each other on. Like, the Donovan boys are only... They're not necessarily the best. They're just as good as the others. And they know it themselves. They've said it themselves. We're in trouble to keep our parent because obviously Mark O'Donovan and Shane O'Driscoll are kind of going, yeah, you think it's a great boat. There's only one spot. There's only one boat. Yeah. So there's great competition. So I think that's what's driving the lads to be even better. Yeah. Um, and it, you know yourself, the cream does rise to the top. And yeah. the, 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 you always try harder when there's good around you. And th- hopefully there's going to be more with generations to come. Like there it is live on a Thursday at three or four o'clock in the afternoon. You know, it just goes to show you there is interest and there is people who are going to be watching. Oh, and it's great to see. And to be honest, RT need to do a bit more of that. Anyone who's excelling, they need to be showing a bit more. Well, we, just on RTE, yeah. the RTE are missing out on far too many Irish sporting moments. Successes, now, yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Far too many. And it's not because they can't get rights. A lot of the time they're not arsed or their budgets are yeah. saying, well, listen, we can get the big Manchester United game, yeah. which will rake in the crowds. But we won't get the. But they whatever. should have a bit more room to maneuver now, seeing as they're losing the rugby anyway. So yeah, well they might do. Royal Nugent made a balloons of that one. I tell you. Yeah. What was that? Oh, the uh, TV three now have it. I think I don't know if it's from next season or season after. But they won the rights for the next three years for oh, Six did. Nations and everything else. Yeah, it's not good for RT. Nope. Absolutely not. Just uh, a quick one on <laughs> uh, the South African teams coming into the Pro 14, and everyone's like, "Oh, should it be?" Should it? It's really proven to be an absolute disaster. Why? Osprey's hooker Scott Baldwin missed their defeat to the Cheetahs yesterday because he was bitten by a lion. What? <laughs> on a reserve. They went on a bit of a trip during the week to a reserve and he put his hand through the fence to pet the lion and let's just say he came out worse for wear. So he missed the game. It came out after the match. The coach eventually admitted to it. I think it's because they were beaten and he probably wanted to take the light off them. And they were beating, I think it was 44-25 or something like that. And uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Why would you stick a hand okay. a lion? There's a video on all. There's a video, like a 15, 16 second clip now of him getting nipped by the, the line. But yeah, the hands are right in and it's like, yeah, come here, boy. As if it's, it's something normal. Like, this is one of the, 
you have nothing got to do with it. You're not involved with it. But this is one of the things that annoy you. Yeah. Just because someone can be so stupid to stick their <laughs> hand to pet a lion. Yeah. Here, get this on video, lads. Get watch this. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he missed the game yesterday against uh, the Cheetahs. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. So, you never know. I don't think they'll be back. <laughs> it's a death trap. Don't go to South Africa. Could right. you imagine? That's classic. We'll go to some ads. Um, welcome back to the big kickoff on ninety six point four FM. The big kickoff uh, ninety six point four at gmail dot com and oh eight seven oh six two seven one three eight is our phone number. Um, we have a well, I have here right in front of me. <laughs> Uh, sporting story. Uh, we normally have footballing sporting stories because they're so easy that lads seem to love to. And we're going to save our cl- a new classic Dean Saunders, Brian oh, Clough, for another day. That one. No, yeah, we'll save yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good Stuart one. Stuart Pierce is a fraud, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did anyone see, did anyone see uh, Ash Stewart playing for England last week? He's a bit of a fraud. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but this is uh, Freddie Flintoff talking. About what? About cricket and oh, just cricket. Weight loss. Oh, as as you know, when I, when I was when I was younger, I was a bit, I was I was a big lad, as a big lad, and in the dressing room was another big lad, Darren Goff. So the two of us were always talking about how we're going to lose weight. We always wanted a quick fix. We didn't want to do it properly. We wanted quick fixes. We wanted to wake up the next day and we're three stone lighter. So we try out, and then we got wind of these. They're called Zenical. <laughs> right, these tablets which you get prescribed by your doctor for weight loss. And the idea behind these Xenical, what they do is, they're meant to teach you to eat better. So you take a Xenical, and then it breaks down the fat in your food. Mm-hmm. So then the fat comes out your, your bottom, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So what it's meant to do is, the better you eat, the less comes out. But we thought, oh no, 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 <laughs> we can eat whatever we want. Yeah. So we're playing, we've been out the night before for a big meal and a few drinks, and we're playing a one-day international at Lords the next day. We've won the toss, we're batting. So me and Goffey have had a big breakfast, full English, and we've had a Xenical. <laughs> right? So I'm sat there, right? And the problem with these Xenicals is, is that you're not sure if you're trumping or it's going to come out. So me and Goffey, right? With her, so I've had it. I'm next into bat. I'm batting five. We lost a couple of quick wickets. So Alex Stewart goes in number four. He's taking guard. I'm next in. I'm fully kitted up. I've got my blue kit on. I've got my pads on. I'm all good to go. I'm revving myself up. I don't know if it was nerves or what I'd eaten. I needed a, a, a little chump. So I thought, I'll just ease one out here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So I've trumped, and it's all come out, right? So I'm sat there. And I'm, I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? I'm at the Orma Cricket here. I'm sat on the Lord's balcony and I've soiled myself. Right? But if, if Alex Stewart's out, I've got to go on bat. 
So I had to make a split decision, split <laughs> goal. I've got to get changed, I've got to have a shower, I've got to wash myself. So all of a sudden, I went into the sink in the corner of the dressing room, filled it with water, whipped all my clothes off. Alex Stewart's taking his first ball <laughs> and watching, sat in the sink. <laughs> and he's thinking, don't get out, don't get out, don't get out. So he, he gets through his first ball, so I'm, I'm, I've got myself clean, I put all my kit on, all, all kit's gone on. I kid you not, just as I've got everything back together, he's out. I've just pulled my trolleys back up, I've got my thigh pads on, and I'm walking out to back towards. Got rid of the tablets after that. That's uh, a lesson for everyone. Who else was it? I think it was, it was, it was David Paddy. I think David Paddy did something similar. Had he? Yeah, and uh, he used to wear contacts, so his excuse, he realised what happened. And um, halfway through the game. No. For Leeds and in the all white as well, so you can no imagine. Way. So he did the whole, grabbed his eye, and just ran straight down the tunnel and just shouted at the video. One sec, problem with me. Yeah. I'll be out in two. Just give me two one. Went out and changed himself. Did the business. <laughs> right back in. But he scored that day as well. After oh, did he? <laughs> See, but yeah, that, that reminds me. Um, will we go to a song? Uh, if you want to go to a song, that's no problem. Yeah, you have to fill in because we opened the door. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So we've got a bit of. Uh, Bit of stereophonics. Bit of Bruce Springsteen, uh, I think, oh, have we? I suppose, yeah, why not? Like, you know, we're, we're, we're stereotypical. We're going to go full uh, full obvious on all this anyway. But this is Bruce Springsteen with the obvious with Nick Price coming up any minute now. And welcome back to uh, Liffey Sound 96.4 FM, the big kickoff. We have Nick Price in, yeah. who uh, showed us his American passport, so he's... <laughs> he's, he's legit. He's legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, welcome. Hi. Yeah. Great. Nice to be here, yeah. So we're going to talk about American sports. Um, something that I suppose we've only... Yeah, like it's... I know a little bit of little bits, but it's very hard to kind of really go into detail without just reading, obviously, off the internet and stuff and trying to um, harbour opinions and stuff like that. But yeah, we touch on it, but it's usually some of the weird and wonderful things that happen, especially in the summer, as you know, with the NFL, it's brilliant in the summer because the lads get up to all sorts. Yeah. You know, they really do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most right. prisons are kind of lined with a few of them for a, <laughs> for a few days. Cause, uh, but that's about the height of all we've ever really done. Like, well, we obviously mentioned stuff, so we said, right, we need, we need a guy. Yeah. And... Uh, We've, I think we, we've got the guy. Oh, we'll see about that. I <laughs> so how's things with you, Nick, anyway? Yeah, good. good. So how long have you been in Ireland now? Uh, it's been just over six years now. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, any reason? Was it love? It's always a woman. Isn't uh, it? You know, you always been in love, yeah. <laughs> uh, we know her well. I used to go to school with her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, obviously, you're a sports fan. Yeah. What's your biggest love, though? In, in, baseball would baseball. be your biggest love, yeah. And you're wearing a Bears top today. so Unfortunately, yeah. It's not uh, Cubs are looking sweet for the playoffs. Cubs are looking real good. Well, yeah. they're obviously clinched the playoffs. Good, yeah, we're just uh, it starts first Cubs game for the playoffs. I think is Friday. Right. So we start the month where I don't get any sleep ever because that's uh, the, that's uh, one of the questions I was going to say. Obviously, yeah. with American sports, a lot of them may be in the middle of the night. Yeah. How tough is it for you to get into work the next day when you're watching stuff till three and four in the morning? Uh, 
I'm kind of used to it, I suppose. Yeah, it is, it is a bit tough. I pick and choose my battles. Um, the baseball, it being my favorite sport, and the playoffs going on so long with so many matches is difficult because it would be like last year when we Chicago won the championship, which is yeah, the yeah. best moment of my life. Uh, <laughs> Course is it, broken. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, I would get home from work every day, six, seven, eat dinner, go to bed, get up at two. Probably stay just stay up through the night. Then That's what I was the, the say, match might not end till the match might not end till five a.m. That's what I was going to say. It's probably games where you end up just yeah, just go to work, getting changed, and going straight to work. Yeah. And then yeah. it could be four days a week or something like that. So yeah, it was a bit. That's <laughs> last October and in November. That's literally all you could just ask. Take you some time ask, what did you do? I, a few days, I think I took off. But yeah, pretty much. If you asked, what did you do in October? I just watched baseball and I went to work. Yeah, because yeah. like how many years is it again? Because we touched on we touched on course, courses and probably a four steps. Started a GA championship season and course. Yeah, or course as you probably know. Over oh, I know well. Years. Yeah, as much as and I feel bad for him, but was still cheering, cheering <laughs> the dubs <laughs> week before last year. So how long was it? It was 108 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's uh, there'd be loads of jokes people making about how before we now won it. Oh, there was an Ottoman Empire the last time they won. And, all this kind of thing. So, yeah. and was the was the Cubs the course of the goat? No, yeah, it was. That was the, the, goat. the goat. Yeah, that was the goat. It was in the forties. The previous last time they made the championship, they lost it then. But there was a uh, a guy tried to bring his goat into the stadium, as you do, you know, yeah, yeah. standard goat. That's what you do. Uh, and was turned away for some weird reason. I don't know who does that. And then <laughs> so he was some kind of gypsy or something. And he cursed him for <laughs> you're never going to win a championship because he didn't let my goat. Like going in the park. I love, you know? I love course stories. <laughs> <I love them. laughs> but they can't be broken, so Mayo someday. We'll yeah. be dead, but someday. Yeah, they, they were actually talking about the, the, the last fella who's still alive, or the last two I think there's two still going strong. still alive. Because yeah. I know... Uh, it must be terrible, though, if you're a Mayo and you're thinking about, gosh, do they want these people to die? They're, they're, they're the last people who won it for them, but... <laughs> Some crazed fan is going to go, I'm taking them out. Yeah. I'm taking them out. Because uh, a reputable... Uh, Betting establishment with rhymes with Maddie Shower. Yeah, <laughs> had a billboard outside Wrigley Field. I think at the start of the season. Yes, did they? Hey, know. any tips? Yeah. Yeah. Mayo fans, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So oh, it's uh, great, that yeah. went well. But uh, obviously, I suppose we have to kick off with taking the knee, huh? Yeah. Um, this all I was saying. To you, I was saying to you off air. It's unfortunate that it's kind of a grim week for American sports, yeah, yeah. particularly the NFL. I suppose I, it's, I prefer kind of funnier stories, but yeah, that's, Absolutely. that's been the biggest sports story and really one of the biggest stories in the States anyway in the country and even all week. national news, not just sports news. Yeah, it's taken, it does show you the impact that sports has oh, yeah, really on the mainstream. It does, yeah. You don't, um, yeah, you don't mess with sports really is kind yeah. of how it's been. So it's the, the country is already quite divided with the whole Trump thing and politics and all that. Uh, incredibly divisive. How did it kick off, Nick? What, what, what was the starting point for that? So there's a player, Colin Kaepernick, who yeah. he's a free agent now. We'll get to that in a minute anyway. He's not playing at the moment. But uh, <laughs> he, last season, started sitting for the national anthem for a couple of games in protest of racial, racial inequality and the way... Uh, a lot of police officers seemingly were shooting black people and all this yeah, kind of thing yeah, to, kind of, yeah. to kind of protest that and spread a bit of awareness. Funny story with that then, another NFL player who was a former serviceman, he was in the, in the Army, I think, uh, didn't re- kind of objected to that, didn't really like it, so they sat down and had a conversation. He said, no, a great thing to do would be to kneel, not sit. So you're still kind of showing respect for yeah. mm-hmm. the flag in the country. Uh, but also kind of getting your point across, um, which I think that's lost on a lot of people. It was an yeah. actual serviceman who gave them that idea. Because yeah. apparently that's how they, during military funerals, uh, give over the flag to like the 
widow or, or yeah. widowers it would yeah. be is they they kneel and kind of hand that to him so that's how it started so he started doing it uh very quickly and i'm not sure why it turned into uh being about the military and being about hating america and all this when you're no he's protesting an, an issue uh it has nothing to do with the military as far as i could tell so yeah. i don't know why it, it's it's turned into this it's you're for steam. the military or against the military kind of thing mm. um so that just built up steam all through all through last season and now he's in the wilderness now isn't he Fine. yeah yeah now in a bit of fairness to the league and the owners uh playing with the giants last year they were a terrible team it's not all on him but they went they went two and 14 or something like that if he was tom brady he'd still be in the league yeah sure uh but i do think to a point he's kind of being blacklisted or blackballed a bit yeah, yeah. out of the league uh yeah that's either yeah blacklisted yeah, blackballed yeah, yeah that's, no, that's, that's <laughs> get very pc here that's, that's cool uh-huh. we're no, playing with cool. minefield yeah. here yeah, yeah no that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> um because i was going to say black sheep but i was like oh that's racist i can't <laughs> can i can i <laughs> it's fluffy sheep. You ever heard yeah, of fluffy? <laughs> it's, they, they teach them now in, pl- in play school. Ba ba fluffy sheep. You're not allowed to say black sheep anymore. Seriously, swear to God. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So he's been fluffy listed. Yeah. <laughs> so in in that happening, really, all it did was just make pick up steam for the movement. Kind of. Course. And now, loads of players uh, started doing it earlier this season, and then last week, Trump came out with a statement yeah. calling them sons of. Yeah, yeah. Out the rest SOPs, of it. yeah, yeah, and uh, that just made it worse. So now you have entire teams staying in the tunnel and not even coming out for it yeah. and all that. So it really is. Uh, I think. I think the yeah. best. Funny how it is. People are always giving out about Trump, but I think the best thing for the whole thing was actually Trump speaking out because now people are more defiant about it. The, the actual disliking of Trump yeah. has probably helped this yeah. progress a bit. It more. has, and I guess it in a good ways help the discussion move along but it's also kind of watered it down where now it's now everyone's talking about oh we're kneeling for unity and we're kneeling for this and this but that's not what it was really about to begin with yeah i mean i guess either way i guess the discussion is a good thing but uh but yeah it's kind of overshadowed everything to do with the nfl the last few weeks or really the whole season yeah well we've had there's a lot of things about national anthems uh going on obviously with with that but we've had uh, a few different <laughs> incidents haven't we that have probably disgraced the I national anthem i think they're anthem. more disrespectful I than taking so. a knee and i you can probably guess one or two but i think we'll go we, with we go with the Car- legend that is carl lewis first here's carl dirty harry said in one of his movies that a man's got to know his limitations carl lewis apparently didn't see the movie if his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner prior to the Nets Bulls game last night is any indication, as a public service, we present now only excerpts. Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. All right, are we all ready? Here we go. Oh, 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 oh say. Uh-oh. I'll make up for it now. For the land of the free. That was so much national anthem. <laughs> Written by Francis. 
<laughs> written by Francis Scott off key. Those were last night's lowlights. They're last night's highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? So, <sighs> poor guy. Uh, yeah, there's some actual national travesties, and it's probably obviously Roseanne was another famous one, but I, I think I, I think don't you think, get the gist. I don't think Roseanne would be as funny as no, as Carol. especially with the guy's reaction. I, I, I think she's cool. I think Carol actually thought he was a bit of a singer. Didn't I think he released yeah. an album or something in like when he was really milking on the, the I think not, I'm not sure if it was after 94 or not 94 84 I'm not sure which one but I think he did yeah. release a few track, and might have even had an album you never know we'll try and find it for the end of the show maybe yeah. he was trying is I think what makes that worse yes yeah. and that was beautiful and he's <laughs> Roseanne doesn't care he <laughs> no, was actually she knew yeah. and it's kind of obvious this is what's coming yeah, well, if, if, if obviously people can't see the clip but if you see everyone else everyone know, else knows like in, Jordan in is in it I, I presume it was a Bulls game and you can yeah, that was in Chicago could you any idea who they were playing? I t- couldn't tell. No, I don't. He was wearing I the white shell. Zip, zip, o- zip cool. over the top. Tracksuit over <laughs> yeah. the top. Trying to hold it in because they know that actually he's trying his hardest. Ah, so and this is. He's and then proud. He goes, I'll make it better. I'll make I'll it make better. It better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, American football's on now at the yeah. moment. So um, can you give us? And it's for people who don't really touch mm. on American football. Maybe they will after this have yeah. a little look at it. Yeah. In American football. Who's the top four? Say, we relate it to the say Premier League. Who's the top four? Who's you know vying for that mid-table spot, and who, and who's down the bottom? You know, or also runs out nearly all the time. Yeah. Or what way does it work? Um, it's still a bit early in the season, so there's always a bit of kind of feeling it out. But certainly, the Patriots are kind of perennial, perennial yeah. favorites. Always Brady, even though he's seventy-five years old or whatever, yeah, he's, yeah. they're still probably always going to be in the mix. Uh, Belichick, who's the coach of the Patriots, is a genius. So they're always going to be there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they they were one of the Super Bowl favorites. Uh, right. The Atlanta Falcons, who may who were in the Super Bowl last year, yeah. are, are they they three three wins in a row or is it four wins in yeah. a row? I think they have for the Falcons are yeah. three and zero at the three moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it would have yeah. been only this is week four now, just starting this yeah. weekend. So yeah, they're um, but even going into the season, like they they have a great quarterback, they have a great team, and everything. So they they kind of be up in it. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are a great team. Yeah. Um, and then maybe if I had to pick a fourth, uh, Green Bay Packers. Unfortunately, right. they're kind of my arch rivals, but <laughs> have to give credit where it's due, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So they plus uh, obviously. I love the, I, I love Green Bay in the sense that I love when they make the playoffs and if they get a home tie because it's always like minus twenty. Oh yeah, it's freezing. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. I think that's half away. They're so successful at, at that time of year because it just looks ridiculous. And do you know what I love? I love the fact that they just play the game anyhow. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. sweeping um, aside. And if that was, I think there's only one game I think got called off in the last year or two. I think it was a Patriots game, but they had this conveyor belt on every stairs in the stand and they're just shoveling the snow mm. onto the conveyor belt down onto the pitch and then shifting out and I don't know if they made it or not but I was like that's impressive it, would, it has to be really really bad yeah. to either so much snow that you can't even see or yeah. uh, if there's like lightning or some kind of hurricane yeah. or something obviously they might have to yeah. but uh, cause there's a certain kind of madness in Green Bay <laughs> to, have an, to have a stadium without a roof yeah. most of the other ones around there around the northern parts of the country kind of have Chicago doesn't but we're that tiny bit it's not as yeah. terrible most of the, and we're not in the playoffs that often anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's all and it, uh, maybe that's it's the whole historical thing and I think it is that intimidating factor going oh we're going to Green Bay in January this is not yeah. going to be good yeah, it's not good at all and they're crazy fans they're crazy fans are they especially in Other, yeah. playoffs with their little cheese hats and everything else do they actually make cheese yeah, it would be very famous that would be Wisconsin in general the state yeah. of Green Bay's in would be 
cheese country, yeah. So like, yeah. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him that. The cheese is pretty good. Right, we won't let, we won't yeah, yeah. Italian Packers, is it? right? We'll obviously not bring up the Packers again. Okay, yeah. unless it's bad news. For me, we used to watch, and we were talking about it there earlier on, uh, American football on Channel Four, and at the time when we were kids, this is back in the eighties, they had some sort of magazine where you would each week you would open a packet or something, and you would have a helmet. Uh, in America oh, right, football right, yeah, and right. I used to have a sticker on it so I used to collect them all yeah. and I loved that you know it mm-hmm. was the like Cleveland Browns and all that sort of stuff but New York Jets mm. I don't know it's green maybe it's because of Ireland yeah. I always yeah. had a fondness for New York Jets <laughs> but they're useless. they're terrible yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, useless, terrible. they're one of the worst yeah so I'm going to celebrate one day when it yeah, 20 years yeah. <laughs> and it can happen <laughs> when is it? I, I was looking back I think it's in the 30s or something or 50s been, or something like that it's a, very, it's a long long time ago since yeah, they've only won it once haven't they yeah just once and it would have been gosh it might not have even that might have been before it was actually called the Super Bowl because for like 30 something years it was just the NFL championship and it was in the did they join championships up or something? yeah yeah so there was two separate football leagues uh, which are now kind of the the main two divisions they have basically the NFC and the AFC so those were two separate leagues kind of in the 30s 40s right. 50s 60s and they kind of joined up so. the way they play they have sort of tables what do you call them mm-hmm. I suppose conferences yeah but they don't necessarily play the teams in that conference they, they play other teams from other conferences yeah they You're play they, you play a bit of everyone but within so there's the two conferences like I mentioned mm-hmm. the NFC and the AFC yeah. uh, and then within those there's north south east and west divisions of four teams each okay so in your own division you play every team twice in a season okay uh, and then the rest of the season's made up with kind of just I'm not sure exactly how they determine it yeah. but I think they, they the league tries to balance it so it's competitively everyone has a equally difficult schedule is what yeah. they try to do anyway yeah. yeah and it's obviously a lot of traveling because america's a big place it would be yeah but they're all i'm sure fancy private jets and all yeah, that. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. not ryanair yeah no 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 no, no. <laughs> the only kick the boulder down since they've started doing those london games i think that would be the only travel that would be really brutal for teams and normally they kind of so get speaking of london yeah how realistic because obviously there's rumors and there's a few stories every now and then but obviously checking out American websites a bit more for mm. your sport news or whatever how realistic is the potential for a London team to hit the NFL? I would have always said very unrealistic that seems ludicrous to me yeah. but I guess the, those games always sell out they're super successful yeah. uh, in the UK in particular but even here in other parts of Europe yeah. it's picking up steam people seem to like it so yeah. I, I could see it happening I guess it could I think a uh, but that's it's not the, something that's quite commonly talked about in America at the no, moment, not, that it's not realistic. The moment, no. And it, obviously it drums up a little bit around here every yeah. October, November when the series is around. Mm, yeah. I think a, a big litmus test for it could be, and I doubt the NFL even knows about it, but the two South African teams joining the pro, yeah. is it 14 now? Oh, jeez, yeah. That's a similar thing in terms of, well, that seems nuts. How are they mm. going to actually manage that and do yeah. that? So that could be a... Uh, we could see how that goes and see if it's how feasible that might yeah, be. Yeah, because I think if it is a success with yeah. the Pro 14, they're looking to bring in the North American side as well. Oh, are they? Yeah, to make it a Pro 15. Hmm. Yeah, that's the next in the next two years. They nearly want two in to make it worthwhile. Going no, over, possibly. A bit but I think that's what this is now, because they were ready to go. They're, they're, they're sussing out for two weeks, but they want to get into the North American market kind of ahead of the others, because it is gathering steam over yeah. the, uh, American Canada. Like, it's getting All more right. and more popular. Like, does ex-NFL guys who are being kind of groomed that aren't kind of making it through college yeah, to get yeah. into the sevens game because mm. it's so open and expansive yeah. and uh, these guys just have pure pace yeah. and slowly but surely they'll give them the basic rugby and then go yeah just do what you do and run fast you know so yeah but that's that's further down that's the line that's another one down that's my little nugget there sorry <laughs> during the games like if for American football games it's as much for the fans about the pre-match 
Yeah, how good is Tail? Car then? park. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how early would you go to the game? It depends on obviously the start time of the game. Yeah. A few hours before, if it's the NFL, there I think there's actually limits to how early they let you in. In college football, it's it's wide open because that's like normally <laughs> I would have been at the university I was at. Yeah, yeah. You'd be showing up at six o'clock in the morning and the game isn't even till <sighs> oh, noon. Like it. Jesus. I love this. <laughs> Some there'd be days you don't even make it into the game. <laughs> you're, you're asleep in a car or something like that. You got to come, yeah. come in after. Turn the heat on. Um, and some of these guys, it's big business. They, they have the big fancy grill on the back of the pickups. Oh or yeah, yeah. there'd be ones guys nearly coming with the whole the RV speed. and they yeah. have the whole kind of set, like a whole bar in there and the whole setup and everything. It's yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. big big money and a big kind of big yeah, yeah. pageantry. But it's a big social there. thing as well. I suppose it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'd know. It wouldn't necessarily have to be women, but historically, maybe I would know families that would go to the game, all go tailgating, but then maybe the mother and daughter or whatever would just stay in the yeah. truck or whatever and wouldn't actually go into the stadium for the match. And then afterwards, there'd be a bit of kind of post game yeah. tailgating as well. Yeah, sure, of. sure. So you don't make a whole day of it, you know? Awesome. So the great thing about American sports is they, you pretty much know what the guys are. Yeah. Everything comes out. So who, probably Brady, I presume, is up there, thereabouts, but kind of how big is the biggest contracts at the moment in American football, would you know? I want to say it's in the 20s, 20 million a year, a season. Some yeah. 24, something yeah, like that, yeah. 24, 25 might be. Brady's, Brady's actually not one of the highest paid guys because he purposely, there's a salary cap to, again, right. try to balance competitiveness. So you yeah, have sure. New York, L.A., Chicago, whatever, mm-hmm. running away with it. You can get yeah. small market teams. So... Some of the big stars, particularly later in their careers when they have plenty of money, uh, Brady's got that Giselle money anyway, yeah. so he's set. Like, <laughs> uh, he would purposely take less money so they could build a better team around him and have a better chance to uh, win championships. You see that happen in basketball a bit mm. with like the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant. He took, That's right. He took much less money than he could have earned on the free market. Get the to, yeah, I mean, he's still swimming in cash. But yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're talking into the mid twenties anyway. Yeah, into the yeah. mid twenties would be the highest. It would yeah. be, be quarterbacks always because they tend to have a long career. If you're yeah, sure. if you're very good, they're not getting hit as much and all that. So yeah. And the biggest pay sport would it be basketball? Probably it's baseball. Actually, baseball. Yeah, they make the most. If you look at it, there'd be like a Wikipedia of the top mm. hundred highest paid athletes. Like eighty or. or Worldwide, even not just yeah, America, but like I remember, something over in baseball players. Yeah. I remember Rodriguez's contract, it, this first one that when he went to the Yankees, it was, yeah, like it was ten two. ten year contract for two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, you see these guys. I think there's a three three hundred million. A one yeah, three, I think there's a, some guy cracked the three hundred million mark over yeah nine or ten seasons you get or something like that. Just ludicrous money. Well, I think what we'll do is we're going to go to an ad break, yeah. and then we'll come back and we might feed more into the the basketball. Yeah, because that's going yep. up soon, and the baseball. That's fine. All yeah, right. Yep. Welcome back to the big kickoff. So we've Nick Price in with us, and we are going to go on. I think we'll go on to basketball first of all. Just briefly, though, who would be your tip, early tip now for the Super Bowl? Oh. If you had to. Oh, um, just to finish off. The Packers, I guess, I'd have to say. Does that hurt when you say that? It really hurts me to say that. Yeah, yeah I'm going <laughs> to have a little cry in the car when I leave here. <laughs> yeah, we'll say Packers and, and, your and friends Patriots. Here, that'll hurt them, wouldn't it? It would, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to so, pay for that? Yeah, I probably will, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I'd say Packers and Patriots in the Super Bowl. We'll go with At Packers, the most, yeah. Packers yeah. to win, yeah. Okay. Basketball. Yeah. Give us a, not, not even a history, but just give us a background on, you know, who's who, who are the big wigs and 
Washington so far in, in, in basketball Who who's normally up there like the Patriots would be yeah it would be the last few years anyway uh, the Golden State Warriors uh, and Cleveland would kind of be the big two mm. there's this trend for better or worse maybe of kind of super teams or like an arms race where um, <laughs> as I was mentioning before you get these players that take less money so that they can kind of sneak in under the salary cap so you'd have like all the top players LeBron, Steph Curry uh, Kevin Durant are making much less than they could be if they were just the one guy on the team. Yeah, because right. historically, guys were quite happy to be the big man in the team and earn yeah, lots like, of money. Yeah, there's seems the, to chase a bit more championships a little bit more in basketball now. I think and it matters, the, yeah. The, particularly once you start to get upwards of 30 and into your early yeah. 30s and all that, you know, you start seeing Father Times coming. Would that have come from the likes of LeBron James because he hadn't won a championship? He was the big guy. He yeah, he was the big guy. He was the original one, kind of. It took him till he went to Miami. Was yeah, pretty right? much. So he kind of kicked it out. I mean, yeah, there was, there was quote-unquote super teams, even yeah. like the Bulls in the 90s and all that. But yeah. the way, though, they tended to develop kind of organically through yeah. drafts and, and this kind of thing, where LeBron was the one that kicked off the modern kind of arms race of, I'm going to Miami. Yeah. I'm getting all my friends. We're all going to yeah. make this super team and win, win championships. And, and then now everyone else is just playing kind of catch up with that. And, uh which is good. It makes the game exciting, and it's nearly like you're watching the Olympics or an all-star game or something yeah. when you're watching just a regular game. But it does leave a lot of teams in the dust. Uh, unfortunately, Chicago also at the moment. And the Knicks. Yeah. Oh, geez. The Knicks. Ugh, so. The Knicks are arguably them and the Lakers are the richest teams. They probably would be. be. And uh, the biggest fans. The Boston Celtics, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but certainly they're the biggest markets, LA yeah. and New York. Uh, I cannot get a player for love, no money. No, top players. Not the they're moment. not interested. Not at the any. moment. Uh, the Lakers are looking a bit better. Yeah. They had the top draft pick last year. They got our second pick, maybe, but they mm. got this great kid, uh, Lavar Ball, who looks excellent. Should maybe be the guy of the future. Yeah, and there's kind of rumors circling that this is the last year of LeBron's contract, so he's going to maybe go go out to Hollywood. He has <laughs> he has homes out there and everything, so he'll yeah. have his, his next super team out there, kind of. But uh, yeah, no, the Knicks are hopeless. Like that's plus he got involved in the whole Trump thing, called him a bull. Yep. Did he? Yeah, yep. he called him a bum on Twitter because yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph Curry. Um, you win a championship, or whatever sports, and then you go and visit the White House at some stage. And I think he rescinded the invitation. Yeah, yeah. So Steph it was, Curry's debate, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, Steph Curry's the, the whole team. Really, the Golden State Warriors kind of asked, and they're going, ah, kind of hemming and hawing. I don't know if we'll go to the White House, mm. uh, which it's everyone's decision to. Um, that's happened a few times before, particularly now with Trump. Where yeah. there's another, I can't remember who it was. Another team didn't go, mm. but now in the age of Trump and Twitter and everything being public stream of consciousness yeah. kind of with him yeah he rescinded his offer yeah. very very regal and presidential yeah, yeah. you know like kind of <laughs> oh no 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 you can't break up with me I'm breaking up with you <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. the uh, with the basketball I know with the, the American football the, the franchise and, and some teams just up leave and go to another state mm-hmm. yeah is it can, can it be similar in, in the oh, basketball would be, yeah, it happens things? it happens less I'm trying to think of there was the it's a few times kind of in the southwest that the what was it the New Orleans Hornets it was the Charlotte Hornets went yeah. to New Orleans and were the New Orleans Hornets then that team changed its name to the New Orleans Pelicans and Strange then thing. in Charlotte a new team started that's the Charlotte Hornets but they're not the same they wouldn't have like the banners and the records yeah. of the previous Charlotte Hornets yeah, it's like a new it. team yeah um, does that is that is that looked down on or just part of the sport because I think if it was if it was football here I think I, I think it would be looked down on but yeah. then again the famous one I think is the Colts isn't it yeah 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 Baltimore moved to Indianapolis and, and they did it real there's a great story with that where they 
did it sneaky in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, because this would have been, I think it was in the 80s or something. So it would have been, again, before the internet and TMZ and Twitter and everything, where you know, you're parked in people's backyards going, this is what's going on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the team, like, they'd planned on doing it and were kind of semi announced it, I think. But then to not piss off fans, they just packed everything up and moved in the middle of the night. Like, loading trucks and let's go, yeah, kind of thing. What do you mean? Uh, We've always been here. (laughs) Because I think it's one of the famous 30 for 30s. I'd love to know how many 30 for 30s is there, because there has to be way more than 30 at this stage, is there? Oh, yeah, it started as, I think it was the 30th anniversary of ESPN, the network. Right. We're going to do these 30 documentaries for it. And so it started like that, but now it's on, and there's there's short films and there's podcasts. But did he still call them kind of 30 for 30? Oh, it's called 30 for 30 under the banner. Because I've watched so many now, I was going to say, I don't think there's 30 anymore. No, I, I haven't watched them, so explain. Just type in 30 for 30. ESPN is, well, sure, I'll let Nick take it off. But basically, yeah, 30th anniversary. Yeah, so it's the big, ESPN in general, it's the big, yeah. obviously, sports network in America. So that when it was their 30th anniversary, they did these series of uh, really well done documentaries, oh, sports documentaries, great stories, uh, curated by this guy, Bill Simmons, who's like a great sports writer. I like yeah, him a whole lot. Um, and they just, yeah, they're really, really highly rated and done really well. It's not just kind of thrown together. So then they were so popular now they've continued with them. But there's right. one, there's ones on f- soccer. Like, oh, yeah. The, like, it's not just the American sports. And there's, 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 uh, the two Escobars, it's called. Yeah, that one's really oh, good. That is yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. Andres Escobar, yeah. who's killed after scoring the, the own goal and stuff. But the, it's it's across the board. But everyone is brilliant. Cause that's the one thing I've said a few times about American documentary. Or American, they, it's worth it. It's everything. There's yeah. no kind of... We let you in for an hour here and they'll get lost. It's in America. It's like yeah. they're there. Uh, all day you even long. look at the. It's not one of these thirty for thirties, but that hard knock series they do yeah. every year. I don't know if you've seen that, where it's really Super. just full access cameras in the locker room, fights and all going yeah. on, and they do that, which yeah. I would think is a bit distracting, but it seems to be normal almost now, especially in America. Yeah. Like when you watch the NFL, it's, that's obviously a couple of months after, but they do kind of the year long diary of whatever the Super Bowl team was. It was America's. America's, America's team, I think. Yeah, something like that. that yeah. But they're obviously there with every team, probably all season. Probably, I yeah, presume. They need, yeah. They because need. the access is, is incredible. It's like, how do they do it? And then it's like, well, they obviously have a crew almost that follow every team and yeah. will jump in, whatever. I think it's basically part of players and coaches' yeah. contracts. Because they're on the You have to be line. available and you have, like, yeah. you have to do press conferences, you have to do this. And they go into the dressing room in American sports. Oh, they do, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the guys are sitting well, there sitting in, there, in, there, in yeah. the birthday suit and going, <laughs> hi there, ma'am, and answering away. Like, brilliant. It's the cost of admission for getting paid. Stacks of money, I guess. You know? <laughs> we were obviously doing a bit of research on our all American sports, but we looked at um, American commentators. Oh, yes. And we have some, because uh, we're on to basketball now, we have some of the best phrases by NBA commentators. Oh, they're the best. Now, they seem to have, they want to have their phrase, fra- catchphrase. Mm. So, first one we have down is... What is the first one, Dave? Kodak moment. Kodak moment. So I'll go to the second game because it's a little bit clearer. Okay. Play. There's a load of clips then where he goes Kodak and, moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A few others. We go straight down to the lat. There's one co- bang. Another one. Another commentator has. If you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. That's his catchphrase, mm-hmm. and he obviously says it all the time. But I want to hear this guy's example. This, a few examples. I just love this. Is bingo, it. isn't yeah, it? This is, this bingo. is the bingo man. 
Barron wants a screen. Driving to his left. Down the lane. The kick to Butler for the tie. Bingo! Crawford. He has papers on him. He'll fire in Faber's face for the win. Bingo! <laughs> Pablo Prigioni into the corner. Three ball and he's five. Bingo plus one! After shooting 65% the first 10 minutes of play. Crawford for three. Bingo plus one! <laughs> so obviously, obviously, obviously bingo isn't enough. Bingo plus one has to come into it. I presume that's for a three-pointer, is it? Bingo plus one. Uh, yeah, they love their they, they, they love their little things, but that makes uh, it fun. Yeah, it's enjoyable. American football, baseball. Is there any commentators in in, in these sports that I know? John Madden used to be uh, huge. For, yeah, yeah, was, and then obviously became the back. namesake yeah. for the game. Namesake and all, yeah. for the game and all. Uh, is there any big ones now that are sort of? Idols are at the top yeah, of the, the commentary. They tend to not be. Basketball has the funniest guys all the time. You get yeah. in there. There's there'd be a few. Uh, the NFL not so much because those are most of the games are kind of nationally broadcast. Okay. Uh, so how like the reason you kind of get a lot of these funny guys in the NBA is with the size of the country. If I'm in Chicago and I'm watching a Chicago game, it's two announcers for Chicago. Right. Okay. Oh, so yeah, they're rooting yeah, for yeah. you because Fox Sports yeah. is regional, isn't it? You can have yeah. Fox Sports Chicago, and they'll obviously cover all yeah, the Chicago. Yeah. So they'll be the Chicago. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. you get your two guys that you know, and every game that you watch, every Chicago. So there's a little bit of bias. Oh, they would be absolutely yeah. going out. Like they cheer for, for your guys, and they boo <laughs> the other guys, and all that. The NFL, most of the games are nationally broadcast, so they'd be a lot more of the kind of strict. We're yeah. we're journalists. We're calling the game yeah. kind of a thing. Um, baseball, you can get a few, but again, not as much as. Uh, Say basketball. There's a guy from Milwaukee. I think he just retired now, but Bob Uecker, right? Uh, who's hilarious. Um, he was. If you've ever heard of the films Major League, yeah, yeah, yeah. with Charlie Sheen, he yeah. was the announcer in the film Major League. Oh, kind of slick back gray hair. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, and he is an actual baseball announcer. Uh, yeah, in real life, so he's hilarious. But um, yeah, basketball is where the real the, the hilarity really goes down. Just before we go on to um, on to baseball, the game franchise for any American sports. For a good while in the nineties, anyhow, and, and early two thousands, oh, were huge. We had like an NBA Jam, mm-hmm. as you said, uh, Madden's yeah. American football. Is do you did you get every single game that came out American style or not every one? You kind of pick a, how I would have done it a lot uh, would have been maybe I'd get the likes of Madden every other year. I'd get Tiger Woods every other year, that kind of thing. Now, the baseball games, I always would, because that's always my favorite sport. I, yeah. would. I actually still do. There's a baseball. There's the a, show? The show. I yeah. get the show every year, and that's like... like one. That's for me, like, uh, people going nuts now for FIFA. Yeah, would yeah, be me, Like, oh, it's the show day. It's the show day. <laughs> yeah. Like, get it at midnight and all this. Would you play, like, a full 162-game season? No, 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 never do, no. Uh, I was just about to say, did that... They do shortened ones, and then there's yeah. little career modes and all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. Now, I've tr- I have before, but it really... You'd spend the entire year that you have that game playing the one season, one season yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's, you'd get nothing else done, kind of. And then what if you get three quarters of the way through and you're garbage? Like, yeah, you're not going to make the playoffs. I'm not going to keep doing this. That'd be commitment. That'd be commitment. Would no, I'm still going. Um, if they did that, is there a kind of a, a draft where if you are at the bottom, will you get number one pick? It, would it work that way? In the game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, would you? Yeah, because you can do like, um, yeah, play there would be like franchise game. mode where you're nearly the manager. Or yeah, you're, of course. Sorry, you're, you're, the, your trades, you're the upper office, so you're doing the trades and you're setting the team, and then you kind of just let it go. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, we won today. Let me do this. Let me do yeah, that. So yeah. you can do a mode like that. 
Um, or you can play as you make your own player. You make Nick Price in the game. Oh, yeah. And you go through your career. So you get traded and you move up the ranks and all this kind of thing. So, yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to play it. It's good. Oh, yeah. I also made up my own. Put me up front. Gave myself yeah, the ball. Yeah. Used to lose four one, but as long as I got that one, I didn't care. <laughs> Just on the franchise, or not the franchise, the drafts. Mm. Can you explain to people who don't know oh, yeah. what the drafts yeah. are, what they are? So typically, it would differ depending on the sport, but by and large, they try to balance the league competitively. So if you're the worst team in the league, uh, you get the first draft pick okay. last year. So how that means that the the pool of players you pick from, kind of the college system is like a farm system or like a lower league that they mm. or like the youth leagues that you yeah. have in say like the premiership or yeah, whatever. Sure. Like, yeah. That's kinda your that's how you get players. So if you're the worst team you get the first pick next year, which makes sense, right? We'll bounce everyone mm-hmm. out. But the problem is it kind of incentivizes teams if you're right at the bottom to just tank and lose all the games because it'll yeah, serve us yeah. better next year. We're done anyway. Because there's not relegation or anything like that. So you're that's kind of the downside to it is you Okay. And if I am Nick Price, one of the best quarterbacks coming up and coming quarterbacks, absolutely, and yeah. you're going to first choice is for whoever it is who's, a, who's rock bottom and they have mm-hmm. the first choice. Does, Nick Price doesn't have to go there, does he? You know what it, way? What way does that work? You kind of would have to go there, yeah. Like you so, you have, don't have a choice, and where you go? Not really. I mean, you could retire and not play. I mean, it's it's still okay. a, it's still a privilege to play the, the game. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, you could quit but like but the no, way it works I know it's not all about it but you would probably still get the same money no matter where you go as number one pick you'd probably get the maximum you can for that age you would but you the, the whole point of the picks in the draft system is you yeah. you're locked in for a number of years on like a rookie contract yeah. but yeah but that's what I'm saying the contract would be the same anywhere so oh, it would it's be not the same of, it's yeah, not the money it's a bit it's of prestige just, playing yeah you don't want to yeah. you don't want to play in I don't know Cleveland but you're not going to lose out on money so to speak no no you're not going to make any less money yeah. than anyone but yeah now you're probably playing for a terrible team for a number of years Right. If he's able to drag a few extra wins, his stock goes up and he can go and get his big contract. Yeah, elsewhere. so it would be uh, four or five years or something. I think you're kind of locked in as a rookie, mm. and then then you hit what they call free agency, and then you can kind of go. Yeah, you can go. So in. I'm looking. At, I have a picture now of the the, the slavery boats coming into the harbor, <laughs> and they just walk them up, stand them there, and pick who you choose. There you go. <laughs> to a point, but then also now you're given <laughs> a, a you're given a giant bag of money at the same yeah, time. So yeah, I guess yeah, like you know yeah. things could be a whole lot worse. Has so. there ever been a draft where you can see a guy and he, he really isn't happy? Yeah, you sometimes would. Because like give him the cap and stuff, yeah. and there he is with the owner, and yeah, you can some, see one or two just going. Maybe 10 or 15 years ago when it was first really broadcast everywhere yes. and you see it. Yeah, you'd see a bit of that. I think everyone now, like even get 17, 18-year-old yeah. kids that are kind of part of the PR machine where they're told, right, you smile, you get up there, you yeah. get your hat and you go take your pile of money and, and be yeah. happy about it kind of thing. So you don't see it as much anymore, no. Because <laughs> you might just still be sitting and saying, I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> no, I'm not going. I'd love it. Uh, baseball. Okay. Mm. We're getting to the business end. Yeah. We briefly talked in the ad break why is there so many games in baseball? <laughs> 162. Why not is, is a good answer back. Yeah. But why is there so many games? Again, we talked about the season is from March to August or so. So they get a long time off. They, as you said, they probably get paid yeah. an awful lot of money. But does it, when you watch baseball, obviously not for you, but I would look at it and go, God, that's a lot of games. How can I keep in touch with that many games? Yeah. Uh, to, I kind of agree. Uh, particularly now... Maybe it made more sense 50 years ago when there, because it used to be that you have your 162 games and then the uh, leaders of the two divisions yeah. play each other in, in the, what we call the World Series of Championship. Yeah. And that's it. 
So the entire season works as kind of like the championship or the tournament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now there's three, four rounds of playoffs. Right. It goes on another month, month and a half. Mm. Best of seven games as well. Oh, yeah, the first round's best of five, but everything but, after yeah. that's best of seven. Right. Uh, so to a, I, I, I take your point that, yeah, it is probably too many games. So if you, win the, if you win the championship and if you go long in a lot of these series, you could end up playing 200 games in a season. Right. Is there many injuries in baseball? There would be injuries. Probably uh, for the pitcher, I'd say. Yeah, the pitchers tend to have the most because you, you, the body's not meant to be doing no. that, really throwing a, throwing a ball 100 miles an hour that 80, many times. 80, 90 times a game. Yeah, I, I mean, they only play every maybe fifth game, so it might be once, once a week they play. But okay. still, the it takes a, a toll. So you see a lot of players, like, their elbows blowing out of their shoulders. You always know, see it in, in <laughs> we go over to the films. In the bit, yeah, you know, he's, God, he has a dodgy and he's knee. Holding, yeah. He's holding his yeah. shoulder and, you know, he's going back out and then he obviously wins. But he always, there always seems to be the old players have all these injuries. Yeah, there would be a lot. in the shoulder as soon as the game's yeah, over. Yeah, they can't get through life nearly. Yeah, yeah, it would be, you would, yeah. Um, so it's repetitive rest of, actions, you know, it's a lot yeah. of repetitive actions. Oh, it would be, yeah. And then uh, what I would thinking is that they're doing a lot of running so fatigue's going to have to come into it eventually. Like, do, do they have, he's out for muscle tear, he's out for four weeks? Oh, they'd have that, yeah, they that. would, yeah. It happens much less than other sports that, okay. are, that are contact or even semi-contact. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running against each other. But yeah, I don't know what happens, yeah. I've been to one baseball match. I can't even remember who, who they were playing. It was the Blue Jays, Toronto Blue mm. Jays, because my family are over there. And... It was the one time I was at a baseball game and I was gutted that I wasn't going to be able to go to another one the next day because it's not just about the game. It's about everything that's surrounding the game when you're in there for the supporter. It's it's an event. Oh, it would be, yeah. Isn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. in between the innings, there's something always going on. There's some sort of entertainment always going They'd on. They have weird little mascot races and things. Yeah. And they keep that. And then there's all the crazy food and there's the guys yeah, bringing the beer next? to you and all. Yeah, it's, it's, and of course, like us, you're able to go and get your beer. Yeah. Like a lot of places here, yeah. you can go and get a beer, but you have to go and get a beer and it's sunny. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot yeah. of the time it's going to be sunny if it's in them months, you mm. know. So it is an enjoyable experience. Oh, it would be. And a lot of the time you go like i would go to a lot of games with six eight ten friends and you're all sitting kind of together yeah. in the area so it is a, it is a kind of whole social thing as well i yeah. suppose that's the maybe that's the up part of mm. having so many games there's yeah. probably always tickets available yeah uh depending on your team like chicago's been very good the last few years anyway now it's difficult to get tickets okay. and they get expensive but certain teams if you're kind of in the middle of the table or further down you could walk up any day and get tickets yeah Tell season it. tickets would got, got to be expensive you're talking probably 80 games it would be 81 games, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, they're crazy expensive. I've been on the Chicago Cubs season ticket waiting list for 15 years. Because <laughs> they're, so, they're so popular, yeah. and their stadium is right in, kind of similar to Boston in a way, right in a neighborhood of all bars and restaurants, yeah. and it's like real nightlife and all that. So the last 20, 25 years, it's been very popular, even when the teams are bad for the whole. You yeah. leave the stadium, and now you can go to any number of bars and clubs mm. and things. Uh, yeah, so it would be even if I had the money, which I wouldn't, and I live here, which I can't go yeah. to games. I'm still kind of still on. Yeah, you still kind of go. People here. go to the 81 games. I presume there's some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're, yeah, you kind of have to be rich anyway to get yeah. the season tickets. So presumably you're either retired or you have enough free schedule that you can yeah. just go. But yeah, yeah there yeah. would be a few lunatic kind of fans that you. And obviously, there's to. a few day games during the week. How good a is it to take games. a half day? Out of work and go oh, to a good. game. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I'd love that. It's good. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to the game. I'm off. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a buzz. Thing. And it's, it's timed really well because a lot of a lot of the day games might start at one. 
Yeah. So it would be perfect. You, you finish Work till noon, go down the road, go to the game. Yeah, it's, it's good, yeah. Have One, lunch at the game. Ugh. I don't know if you've seen it, Nick. The Jeff Stelling and Chris Kamara, who are off soccer Saturday on, on Sky Sports, they came over to do a little sort of documentary on the All-Ireland Gaelic football. Mm-hmm. So they were sent down to Kerry to see the, the lower level sport and they went through the Iron Islands and all that sort of stuff and they eventually led up to Croke Park so there's eight different things. Watch it on, on YouTube. Yeah, A-I-B. A-I-B. It's re- really good. But what they couldn't I suppose not realise but they couldn't get it into their heads that Leitrim fans were in the same terrace as Carlo fans mm. and they were all talking and there was no fighting and there was no what way are fans in America are they mixed up is it just a party atmosphere or it, does there be ever crowd trouble or anything like that at, at games they are all mixed up you would occasionally get some crowd trouble but it's very rare yeah. uh, like the my team the Cubs our rivals are the St. Louis Cardinals it, the cities are maybe five hours apart so often enough you drive yeah. I drive down there, they drive up for, for games when we're playing each other. 99% of people, yeah, you're like making jokes at them, oh, your team sucks, and you're yeah, laughing yeah. back and forth. But then you're arm in arm, and you cheers a beer, yeah, and you go yeah. on with it. Uh, occasionally, you'd see some fights and things like that, but same as anywhere, really, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. But generally, it's a party atmosphere. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll stick with the American sports, so. All right. All right. <laughs> I have to go to a baseball game. Can I, I, I know, know it's it's I always go in the winner. Ridiculous. I don't know why I said winner. I'm losing my accent already. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to go to an ad break and we come back down. Yeah. Is that all right? You're listening to Liffy Sound, www.liffysoundfm.ie. Listen online, community radio at its best. Okay, welcome back to Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. The big kickoff, as you know, that's why you're listening. Nick, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> What way does it go with American sports? Which is top, which is bottom? Like my rankings, would it be? Well, just maybe general oh, rankings. Yeah, right. So and your po- popularity in the country, the NFL for sure would be the most popular. Okay. Then it would probably be kind of a pick 'em: baseball, basketball, two, three, uh, and hockey. Then would probably be number four. Okay. And hockey obviously would be distinctively regional as well, I presume. It like would be. Yeah. So it's huge in Chicago. It'd be huge in uh, obviously Canada and yeah. all the Jesus. northern states. Like actually, the, the the N in NHL National Hockey League is Canada, not the United States. Mm-hmm. Even though there's only a couple of Canadian teams, but that's well, that's, that's, that's Canada well, sports. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been to a fair few hockey games when I was over in New York a few times, seeing the Rangers and stuff. And yeah. same thing is the experience, and there's plenty going on. But it's it's the bruising, it's it's, it's, it's the, like the a, clash against yeah. the walls, yeah. and you can hear it. There's not like I don't know if they're mic'd up, but you can hear everything. Oh, you can because it's it's just that plexiglass yeah. or whatever wall. Like you, and even you hear when it. they're hitting the slap shots and all that, like, you can't help it. Whether the, whether you know the game is going well or not, it's it's a bit like hurling. It's so fast you can't help it. Your head's going on and you're just waiting for the fight. Mm. That's a great fight. great sport to watch. I, I love it in general, but great sport to see live. One hundred percent on TV. It's not great on, quite so much. I like it on TV, but live it's something yeah. else. It really is. Yeah, you get it all. Um, a little birdie told us that it may be your birthday today. Is that correct? It is, yes. It is. You it have is. to think about it. You I have to think, about, I think it. about it. I think about if I wanted to talk about we, it. We, got a, we <laughs> got a message in uh, from uh, none other than Jurgen Klopp, and he wants to say Oh, this. my old mate, yeah, 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 from way back, yeah. 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 He wants to say this to you. So, Jurgen, take it away. Hello. <laughs> I've heard it's your birthday today. So, happy birthday from everybody at Liverpool FC. If you want, you can stop now the video. If not, you have to hear how I'm singing. How I'm singing. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nick. To you. Happy birthday to you. Hey! <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jurgen. That means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What age you now, Nick? 34. Ooh, still young. Yeah, still young. <laughs> That's a morning. Don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so obviously we, ha we, ha we have a, a, a little present for you because we're, we, we're very poor people. So we have our, our birthday donut for oh, you. Right. I, hope you, I hope you enjoy your that's donut. I haven't eaten breakfast yet, so that's perfect. And of course, we don't have an American football one, so it rugby will have will. to do, yeah, but uh, it's perfect, the big yeah. kickoff. I like rugby, so that suits. Is oh, that all right? Much. Yeah. Happy so obviously, birthday. being here now, you're a little bit more diluted into uh, Ireland and even, suppose, UK sports. You obviously have got sucked in by the Premier League. I have, yeah. yeah. I would watch it quite a bit. <laughs> And uh, USMNT, as I now know when I'm reading it, US Men's yeah. National Team. It's not just the US, it's the US Men's National Team. Okay. Yeah. USMNT. Mm. And, uh, but who was your team in the Premier League? Tottenham. Tottenham. Not bad. I, I will, I'll, I'll throw it out there that that was Ooh. my team when I moved here. So, so they weren't exactly hitting the heights. Not at that point. Ago. Like my my boy was Brad Friedel was like, oh, yeah, he's ah, on there. It's great. So boy, is it is it because there was an American link? It was. Well, it was a weird thing to move somewhere and be an adult, and they go, right, what team do you like? And there's no regional affiliation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You don't go. You're not eight, and you don't go. I like these colors or like this player or yeah. whatever. So, kind of went down the line. I went United. Now, like they're, they're like the Yankees. I'm not having that. <laughs> Um, I love them. <laughs> uh, City. No, you sound too much like United. Yeah. Super logical reasons, yeah. you know. Uh, Liverpool, you had Suarez biting everyone and saying slurs. Sorry, guys. Like, yeah, you, you run the club for me. So you kind of go down the line. And then... Uh, Plus, it's kind of like an American name, like Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. The Hotspur. It, it really, in the end, came down to uh, my wife, Catherine, has a cousin who's married to a guy from London. Uh, from Dartford, and he's a big Tottenham guy, and he kind of go right, got me into it and watching yeah. it. So it kind of comes down to you meet someone you know. And was it something that you kind of just threw your eye on at home in America? Or I would have known about it really just from I'd always watch the World Cup. I would have always yeah. watched like the national team going back to '94 when we had yeah. the World Cup, and I can remember that being like a yeah, huge sure. deal. Uh, the famous Diana Ross penalty in Chicago wasn't that in Chicago? Opening ceremony. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but I would never really watch the Premiership or anything. Yeah. I caught the odd the odd MLS game. Mm. Which isn't all that great, yeah. personally. The quality is Although the attendances yeah. are quite impressive in the MLS. Oh, it is, because it's obviously really it's what we have there, yeah. and now soccer's become so popular. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, people go to the games, but really it just. I'd always cite the stat of a couple of years ago, uh, Robbie Keane was the top goal scorer in the MLS, but he wasn't even starting for the Irish national team. Right. That just shows the disparity yeah. in kind of the quality, yeah. you know? No, absolutely. Is, is the attendances in the MLS more so to do with. The different nationalities that are in the country or do Americans actually make up a good percentage of those? I think it would depend on where you are okay. like Chicago would uh, have a decent like Hispanic population but not, not tons necessarily so I think when I would go to like a Chicago Fire game yeah. it's mostly just Americans but when you, when you went to the, if you go to the south or the southwest I'm sure it actually is Tons of Mexicans and Hispanics, yeah. and Central Americans, yeah, and all yeah, go yeah, to the games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. I think we're going to have a little footballing story, Gaza footballing story. Legends. Just, just to throw in there, I'll explain who Gaza is in a few minutes. Okay. And here's Gaza. What can you say about Gascoigne? I remember one of the times I just made a statement in the dressing room. I said, "I'm going to buy some fireworks. You know, I'm going to get the kids some fireworks for a wee firework display on the 5th of November, obviously." 
So he turned to me and winked and said, I'm your man for fireworks, he says. <laughs> I went, aye, here we go. He said, what do you mean? He said, I can get you a hundred pound box, he says, for a tenner. I said, that's lovely. I said, get me two boxes of that. Let's be smashing. So he said, the only problem is, he said, I can't tell you where I'm getting them, he said. He said, you need to meet Jimmy, the legendary Jimmy Five Bellies, up the back of the stadium, up the Celtic end, at half past eight tomorrow morning. I went, okay, so this is some big deal, you know. So anyway, I turned up half past eight, Jimmy's waiting there, opens up his boot, two black bin bags, massive things, sticks them in the boot of the car, gives him his 20 quid, away we go. So anyway... That night, I, I opened the box, I better have a look at these fireworks, I said, so, but there's a, you know that radiation stamp <laughs> right across the box? That biohazard. That's the one. And you know what it's, I'll never forget what it said underneath it. Spectators must be at least 50 metres from detonation. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you've never seen fireworks like these in your life. Honest to God. I'll, I'll move the story on, I'll give you an idea. We're coming back, the following weekend, my wife and I were coming back from a, a, a do in Glasgow, Right? About half past one in the morning. And 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 she's on the phone to Gascoigne. Gascoigne wasn't to do it. He said, I'll tell you what I'll do. He said, when you get in the house, and remember he lives in the next village, he said, I've got a couple of those rockets left. He said, I'm going to let one off and I'll point it in the direction of your village and let me know if you see it. Right? This is at half past one, quarter to two. I swear to God, Max. Five minutes going, I thought, I'm just going to go to sleep. And the next minute, a boom! <laughs> right? And the whole bedroom lights up. Right? <laughs> Honest to God, and this is Gascoigne to set off a fight a rocket from the other village to see if we could see it. Needless to st- say, the story does not have a happy ending because 15 minutes later, Gascoigne, courtesy of uh, Glasgow's finest, was sitting in a police cell. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, pal. Huh? That's just uh, there's a hundred of stories. He has so many stories. He's unreal, but classic, classic. What was it? Oh, I can't remember the animal, but he it's kind of a jungle guy, like exotic animals. Uh, lived nearby and he got oh, I want to say an emu or a llama but he managed to get one into the car and put it out onto the training field at Tottenham yeah and he, sp- he didn't train that day because he, sp- he spent a bit far trying, trying to get, get it back it. in <laughs> and then he got back and your man goes oh how did that go guys ah not too bad do you want a crocodile for tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> no you're alright <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we happen to finish it off on Dave? Uh, no, not particularly. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always, and I want to thank Nick for coming into us today. Now, especially on his birthday, now uh, much appreciated. Yeah, and well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been good fun, and obviously, it's a bit of a kind of a broad introduction to all us beginners out there. But uh, obviously, we'll go into a bit more detail next few weeks. I think we will. Let's face it, we've we've had a few uh, nuggets from America. It's just, uh, something happens all the time, and we're going to have oh, some fun with this. Be, yeah, yeah. Yep. And obviously, coming up, hopefully, the Cubs will still be in the playoffs again. We uh, again, we meet again in the next few weeks. Yeah, are they going to do? Confidently, could you say, or you're not sure? Like win it all? Yeah. No, probably not. <laughs> See, this is over like was it ninety odd years of horror? Like, <laughs> well, there's a bit of that. There is this thing of um, they call it like the championship hangover. Right. You don't want it as much. You're a bit. T- you played way more games than you ever yeah. used to in your life the year before. So probably not. But uh, right. look, we're certainly hoping. Okay, we're gonna finish off with a, a song. Uh, Nick has chosen. Nick, do you want to introduce her? Yes. One of the most American songs I could think of, uh, Bob Seger, Like a Rock. It was the jingle for the Chevy Trucks ads for about 25 years or so. so. <laughs> okay, go Let's America. Go again. Stood the bowl, sweating in the sun. 
Felt like number one The height of summer I'd never felt that strong Like a rock 